Good morning and welcome once again to The Golden Life here on WBHF Radio. The Golden Life, as always, brought to you by Asset Management Group. Andrew Nida, Mo Pyram here on WBHF. Best of last week and back live in studios I'm back. This week. How you doing, my man? I'm good. I'm good. Well rested from um, four days in San Francisco. So we're back. Did you enjoy the high cost of living while you were there? Oh my gosh. It's absolutely insane. You know, I'm from New York City originally, so I'm used to- Nothing you're scared of, yeah. Nothing you're scared of. Nothing I'm scared of. But it is absolutely insane how expensive it is in in that part of the country. So, so we were. Um, so Andrew and I went for a conference for, with one of the um, asset managers we work with, Main Management. Shout out to Main Management. Um, but we took Ubers, about two or three Ubers. We took um, while we were there, and we just happened to ask the Uber drivers, each one of them. You know, we hear the cost of living is expensive. You know, we're driving now, and it's six dollars a gallon. You know how gas was six a gallon. Gas was six a gallon. Gross. Gross. Yeah, I think diesel was like six fifty, something like that. <laughs> Oh, insane geez. insane so we're asking them you know how you know how is it how is it affordable how do you live in san francisco and one of the drivers you know laughed at it and said you know just your basic necessities you know housing no one no one owns you know the average house is somewhere in one one and a half million so everyone's like renting for the most part um you know he said about a hundred and fifteen hundred and twenty thousand you need as a single person living in san francisco just to make things just, just to make ends meet, hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. You're, you're either a tech executive, yeah, or you live in a tent <laughs> somewhere in between. That's somewhere. It. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, yeah, it's tough out there. Cost of living, yeah, so, and, and it's only getting. I mean, it, the have and the have not gap has only gotten wider. Yeah, one of the guys there, um, young guy, thirty one years old. Um, from San Francisco, moved, uh, I forgot where he went, he went to L.A., and he came back and said it was sad because he grew up in San Francisco. That's, like, you know, his home. And it's, it's uh, he cannot afford to buy a house in the, in the city that he grew up in. Mm. You know, him and his fiance were looking at a house. Minimum condo was, like, 800000 The house they were looking at was, like, one five. Wow. And they just couldn't, you know, just really couldn't make it work. And what they're seeing is, you know, these executives are just buying, well, it's executives, these uh, head honchos are going out buying these houses for like one five, one eight, just just all cash offers, and then just destroying it and building a five, six million dollar house on top of the land. Man. Yeah. It's insane. It's it's really expensive there, but fun. We had a good time there. Well, it's, uh, I don't see it that differently as like when I would... You know, we go on vacation, visit Manhattan or something. I like visiting. Yeah. I I couldn't live there. I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. I know you did. And my hat's off to you. <laughs> but I just, it would yeah. be too, uh, for one thing, it's just too congested for me. I need a little more. As you, as you as you know, I'm an I'm enormous. <laughs> you I'm, are. Enormous. I'm the size of a lowland gorilla, <laughs> and I need I need my space. I want to spread out. That's and, right. Uh, you know, I need uh, need a little room. I'm so, not saying I want to run, but if I but chose just in case to run, you did, yes. I need a little room to do it. You want the option to do it, right? Yeah. And I don't, um, as a um, as an enormous person. <laughs> Manhattan is a place where people are going to run into you a lot and not say excuse me. That's right. 
and I don't like that. Yeah, now, that happened to me in Europe too, and I was like, okay, all right, all right. Paris and London, especially, like bump, 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 yeah. bump. You know what? I don't like it. <laughs> I let it go once. Excuse me. Excuse Excuse Can I just get an excuse? <laughs> no. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's that's one of the great things about I think um, living in Bartow County, living in Northwest Georgia. Very reasonable cost of living. Yeah. Um, I mean, because you imagine what a one-five house right. gets you around here. I mean, you're talking 15, 20 acres of land, really nice, everything custom-made. More room than uh, I could ever need. More room than you. Tremendous uh, you luxury. You yourself. Yes. More room than you need. You'd have a lot of lot of acreage. A lot of acreage. Beautiful home. Very custom. You might be able uh, to put on some horsies for one-five. Oh, yeah. Little little barn action. You get a slide, slide sure. going down your pool. Except, you know, a horse is... Uh, People who have horses understand that there's going to be a lot of loss, financial loss with that. I can imagine. Expensive. Yeah, unless you are have show horses. I don't, I'm not sure you're doing it for... You're doing it for you. You're doing it for you. Yeah, yeah for recreation. Because you like to ride them or you like to just be around them. And yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Money pit. <laughs> if you can do it, do it. <laughs> hey, no judgment here. <laughs> it's like kids. That's a money pit. We love little Tommy I won't and little that. Timmy, but... They're they're pricey. I won't touch that. <laughs> I will not you got touch lots of kids. The uh, yeah, we're, we're they're not listening, so I can no, call them, I can call no. them a money pit. Well, they're not listening. cheap. They're not cheap. They're you're they're just getting started. Yeah, I mean, college around the corner. College around the corner. Driving is here, right? Weddings. So, Alan can tell you about I, I the wedding. Sorry thing. for Alan. Woo doggies. We've got two weddings coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I'm sure eventually it'll be four, but. It's uh, we got married last year. It's uh, not a, a cheap venture, <laughs> my friend. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, my wife and I were celebrating a little over two. Let's see, July. So what, two two years and like three months, something like that. And congratulations, uh, yeah, thank you so much. And so yeah, I, I still see the you know I wake up sometimes I see the flashbacks of some of the receipts and it's like oh yeah, five thousand fair, ten thousand for this. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, sweetheart. Love you, sweetheart. But. Then, <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter? <laughs> I had a dream that the caterer left me a voicemail. <laughs> he said we're not paid up. There were cost <laughs> overruns on the puff pastries. <laughs> I feel you on that. Uh, I do. It's yeah. uh, it's a lot. Yeah, it's it's just expensive to live mm-hmm. nowadays. You know, I mean, if you inflation, inflation is a, a monster. It's a monster, and. You know, some of the de- you know we, we're seeing the impact of you know higher rates. We're seeing the the impact of inflation. You know, we're 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 seeing numbers where you know what's it seven point three is a thirty year mortgage right now. Which, yeah, I believe they said uh, the seven three this week, highest since two thousand on the on the right. rate. Yeah, so it's right. been a while, man. Almost a quarter of a century. Yeah, yeah, and and you know with the conference we went to, great conference. You know. Basically, three days of just, um, you know, uh, money managers, uh, different advisors. Uh, we actually had an Olympian come and talk. Uh, Very cool. Crazy, crazy story. This, uh, what sport? Skiing. Nice. Downhill? Downhill skiing. Ooh, you got to have a real, you got to have some, <laughs> some, you got to have a mindset that is, uh, you ain't scared of a lot of stuff. No. Downhill skiing at that kind of speed. I mean, he showed They are videos. flying flying and they're at peaks i mean like there one video he showed he's on 
uh, I think his name is Troy Murphy. Um, top of a top of a mountain, skiing down, has basically a GoPro in his head, and wow. I'm just getting nervous just looking at it. Like, you know, I'm I'm getting flashbacks and PTSD of my Achilles snap, and just just <laughs> watching his knees and just watching everything of that sort. But yeah, no, it was it was a great conference. But um, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, so. Yeah, they were talking about interest rates. I mean, everyone wanted to talk about you know your thoughts with the interest with interest rates and you know the conversation of you know Fed's maybe having one more interest rate interest rate hike this year, and then maybe just a pausing. You know, no conversation of a pivot as far as pulling back or reducing rates, but a conversation of rates just being this high for longer, maybe even all of twenty four. Well, we went a long, long time through multiple administrations, both parties controlling the White House, both parties controlling Congress, went a long time where the interest rate was basically, hey, money's free. It's free. It's free money. What, what do you want? You want a house? You want a boat? Uh, we'll give you, I'll tell you what, <laughs> we'll give you $100 today, and you give us $100 in 10 years. How does that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Sign me up. <laughs> so I mean, me in some up. ways, I don't think it should. E- even when the economy improves and you know some things change, I mean, they'll reduce it some. But I mean, we shouldn't be near zero. That's that's I mean, that's cuckoo. That doesn't make any sense. Right? Well, you're you're just devaluing the cost of the dollar over long periods of time, mm-hmm. and that's what I heard Warren Buffett and his people saying at the start of the inflation crisis being like well you made money so cheap for so long this was bound to happen. bound like some there was it was so vulnerable that it was only going to take a, some kind of just any event to make it break and covid was the was the, the thing that, that uh that the, the spark i guess that ignited it but the patient was already sick you just a matter of introducing a new germ i like that so the um it was now that isn't to say printing uh eight trillion in new money <laughs> in less than two years was a smart plan that right. was part that a was huge part of, part of, part of the problem that's right, but it was it was already at a point where i mean it was near zero for, for years. years for years it's just not just not it's good. just not doable it's and now my milk is uh Six dollars. Oh my! And your gas in California is almost seven. Hey, Governor Kemp, waving that gas tax again. Beautiful. Three oh eight. Yeah, paid yeah, three oh eight the other day. <laughs> and God bless you, Governor Kemp. <laughs> bless you, Governor Kemp. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's um, yeah, it, it just couldn't last that long. And hopefully, you know, we're making the right moves as those who are li- those who are listening now are making the right moves financially to adjust to this new world. I mean. Um, we're still seeing, you know, credit. We, we talk about it all the time, you know, the debt in this in this country for individuals is just astronomical, over one trillion in credit card debt. So, the spending um, isn't stopping, isn't curbing, and to the point where you're actually going into like credit cards to to maintain. Uh, now, obviously, some people are doing it just because you know rates are just because the cost of living is so high. It may be bleeding over to credit just to make ends meet. But you could, you could for food for or, food, but retail yeah. retailers are are, um, you know, the, the delinquencies in credit card for retailers are going are much higher now as well. So we're seeing numbers from like Kohl's and Nordstroms 
where they're starting to see the the delinquencies for their credit cards, you know, rise. So yeah, I mean, it's That's bad. It's really bad. Yeah, it's bad. Well, how, one of the ways that I know that debt is for consumers has really become a, more of a problem is just your basic test of okay, I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to listen to the radio. So I'm going to listen to, let's say, Atlanta radio for 30 minutes. Or I'm going to watch one hour of television on, like, CBS or something. Okay. What percentage, how how often am I going to see debt consolidation uh, yes. commercials or hear them? And lately it's a lot. It's a lot. So, you know, I mean, the advertising dollars follow the market. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to be, look, when, when there's... They're going to tell you with their with what they spend what's going on. Right. And if that wasn't something that was advantageous for them, they wouldn't be running it. Mm-hmm. So it's that makes sense. It's, it's a it's a more widespread problem. You just know it is based on that's just a very small a sample small of what I saw. But I mean, like I have definitely noticed radio and TV. There's a lot more debt consolidation commercials, debt. Um, you know, get out of debt quick. Get out of debt with our plan, and you know, Americans are such and such with credit card debt. And the average number now, me, average median numbers can sometimes be misleading because you know they just can. But you know, they're throwing figures out at you where they're like, "Oh, it's uh, you know, the average two-person household is uh, sixteen thousand in debt, credit card debt." I'm like, "Can that be?" Can that be true? Can I mean that? That is so much. Uh, th- yeah, that I, would take years could to see, recover I'd from. I'd see that. Yeah, sixteen thousand. Yeah. Holy cow! I can totally see that. Totally That's a see Hyundai that. Sonata. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could totally see that. Totally see that. You know, with with higher prices, higher prices that would you, feed into it. You throw two vacations on that. You're thinking Ooh. everything is fine. You throw two vacations a year for the last what two years? Um, you throw well, yeah, a little I bit of holiday so. spending in, and all of a sudden you're at fifteen, sixteen thousand debt. Family of four, dad, come on, we want to do Orlando, we want to do Disney and Universal. All well, well, that's that's probably six, seven, eight thousand maybe to go to Disney. Family of four, and uh, and like if you did like oh, Harry Potter World and all that, that would oh, probably be. Shoot. That's probably is that closer to ten? That's probably closer to ten. Holy cow. If you're living, if you're staying on Disney property, okay, all right. Well, maybe sixteen is not yeah. too outrageous. Well, it, the food down there is, is <laughs> you get in the park, they got you. They got you. You're not going anywhere. I would like <laughs> a Dole Whip, please. I would like two. We only we'll take three Dole Whips, a Mickey Mouse, a mouse pretzel, and you know what? Let me get that vanilla Mickey Mouse ice cream. Cover the chocolate cover. You know the e- got <laughs> the, the chocolate ears, ears yeah. on there. Oh, those are good. And they're yeah. like, "All right, that'll be ninety-seven fifty. <laughs> Fine. Fine, charge it, baby." I'm here, he's screaming. She's pulling <laughs> their hair. You know, asking for uh, Space Mountain. Give me, give. Just I'll, put it on the chase, just, babe. Just Come on, chase. let's roll. We'll chase it later. We'll think about it later. And yeah. then you're right. And then Christmas comes up. I guess always an excuse to. Maybe, maybe that's not an outrageous figure. Maybe sixteen per household is not. Now that was for a. A two-person two household, pa- two yeah. Household. They said average, but I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, the, the conversation now, but you know, sixteen thousand 
at 22 24% interest right yeah. uh, there there's there's where the the rubber meets the road you right? get up to 27 29% interest on some we i mean it depends but obviously the interest the the interest rates being higher impacts that quite a bit as well yeah i mean i, I want i can't do the math on that right now but I mean, what's that if you're trying to pay that off in a 12-month time frame? I mean, I mean, what are you putting down on that? $1,500? Enough to cover the interest at least, I hope. At, le- at least, right? So Some you're principle. You're probably paying $1,500, $1,600 yeah. a month on top of that. It's, um, you know, being in debt is tough. We, we've been in debt um, not that much, but, you know, over time, things... You just go through peaks and valleys in your life, too, where things are a little easier financially or a little harder. But I, I just kind of look at it, um, I don't know, I maybe like getting in shape or something, mm-hmm. like just day at a time. Just you keep just, the, because if you just think about how much it is, you get overwhelmed and you can, lo- a, can lose heart that way. You just have a plan, right? I mean, you just stick with the plan. Stick with the plan. Trust the process. Trust the process. Have a plan, right? I mean, you know, when, when someone comes into our office and let's say they have, I won't say a, a insurmountable or mountain of debt, but if they have some debt they want to clean up, and that's part of our plan for them to clean it up, you know, we have a process. We have a we have a step by step process of how we're going to eliminate the debt and realistically, right? So it's not overwhelming like you mentioned. It's an actual realistic plan uh, based off your current financial situation, and we have a plan, and then we monitor it and we test it, and we you know we'll come back in three months, we'll come back in six months and say how you're doing. Uh, we have different softwares that, you know, depending on the client, if they really want us to to really get our you know our hands in there and get dirty with it, they'll load up their um, outside accounts, accounts that we're not managing. So like it could be that the credit card, it could be whatever it is, and then we can watch the progression alongside with them as you know week after week, month after month, we'll see the uh, uh, those balances start to um, be reduced, and we we congratulate them. You know when 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 it's done, right? And but the the success rate of of any type of financial success, if you don't have any plan, if you don't have it written down, the success rate is is next to zero, right? This is just like working out, right? You can go to a gym mm-hmm. and look at all the machines and look at all the dumbbells and weights. And you need a plan. You need a plan. Mm-hmm. Or you're just walking I, around. I have found that now. You're very svelte. Thank if you. We so ever much. get a video in here. We get a camera. People know, like Mo, Mo's competing. He's out there on the circuits. <laughs> He's running on the beaches, not always successfully, not but, always, but running but on I'm the running beaches, on it, Rocky style, Apollo Creed <laughs> style. It's a thing. It's a. If you don't know that, look it up. It's yeah. beach running, very hip in the eighties. But the, um, I have in my life, especially as an adult, especially when I. Um, quit smoking okay. but gains you know i've battled with my weight over time okay and weight loss is the same way man you gotta have you gotta have a plan you do and you gotta stick with it and it's easy to get discouraged like with the uh, pain down debt all of those type of things you just gotta work at it but i i would say this one thing i am proud of um no matter like what the financial situation was and it goes up and down the course of your life, or at least for me, but I have never stopped at no point did I ever stop putting money into the retirement accounts. Because mm. even if things were tight, that money's going in the Roth IRA, 
no matter what. You're just putting it that's in there. That's got to, because there, there's got, there's too much risk to not do it. There's too much to be gained from right. doing it. Right. Um, and that's the, so to me, just having a plan with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. Always has to be at the forefront there. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. The the plan, um, you can have two plans running side by side at the same time, and so you you've got to think of future Kevin. You've been thinking of future Kevin. Future Kevin needs present Kevin to continue putting in four hundred one k. He's got to keep putting in the Roth or whatever wherever you're funding, um, because that's for you ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty years down the road. But in the meantime. I can make adjustments elsewhere to to take care of present Kevin right now, but uh, but yeah, no, you're 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 completely right. I mean, um, you've got to stick to the plan and not uh, sacrifice your future self for today's today's needs in some aspects. Present Kevin is having peanut butter sandwich. So future, Ke- <laughs> so future Kevin can also eat a peanut butter sandwich and think, but organic peanut butter. Bingo. Yeah. Stirring that oil, baby. Stirring it. <laughs> it always looks bad on the grocery shelf. Oh, like, my God. Oh, what? Who would I, buy this? I remember when I first bought <laughs> Tastes bad. I remember when I first bought organic <laughs> peanut This is years ago. Years ago. Probably 20 years ago. I was like, what is this? I thought it was spoiled. I thought it was like- I <laughs> What is, what is sitting this? on that? I mean, it looks, <laughs> it looks so stupid, but- and then, and then like you gotta yeah. stir it. It's like, oh man, you got when you buy it, you just gotta stir it up. You gotta stir it up. I'm like, well, I don't want to stir it up. <laughs> I want to untwist <laughs> the Peter Pan creamy, and I just want to dig in. Yeah, I don't want to do work with my food. Look, I'm I'm happy. We recycle. Okay, <laughs> we do things. <laughs> I'm buying regular peanut butter. You can't force me to not buy. <laughs> I'm not buying. I'm not buying. You know, Joe's. Hidden Secret Garden Organic Crunchy. <laughs> you why don't you stir in the oil? Yeah. Organic do, do Joe. Been, yeah. I'm sticking with I'm already look. paying extra three dollars. You stir that you stir it up for me. Peter Pan, baby. Yeah. It's not just a movie. It's my lunch. Yes. Okay. It's getting stirred. <laughs> By the way, the uh I'm a creamy guy. I don't know if you're snobby with your peanut butter. Uh, not, but. I'm creamy, but I, I don't mind the chunkiness. If someone had just crunchy, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain about it. Right. But I would say I would prefer creamy. You prefer the creamy. Mm-hmm. My my wife, my wife and I, she likes pulp in her orange juice. Oh like, God. Uh, Come on. I'm like really? Outrageous. And so we compromise with some pulp. <laughs> You're a better man than me. I wouldn't do it. I'd force two orange juices to be in the in the refrigerator. <laughs> not drinking barbarian orange juice. Ridiculous. The um my wife and I, you know, marriage is like a constant um, give and take. Give and take, and you know, she's gonna have an occasional tough day, a little meltdown here or there. Yeah, especially as a teacher. She's a teacher. Teaching is rough. Yeah, especially these days. So she's having a little tough night the other night, and I just she's making her lunch, and it's a it is a peanut butter and jelly that she's making herself, and I just like. I knew that things were bad because there's too much jelly on there. And I said, babe, let me do this. And she's like, okay. <laughs> okay. And I just took the bread and I was like, took the knife, 
took like 50%. Like her, <laughs> her peanut butter to jelly ratio was completely off. I, You're going to spoil the whole thing. <laughs> First of all, no one wants more jelly than peanut butter. Exactly. And if you do, there's counseling for that. I This is so funny. I was having a conversation with uh, my stepdaughter, Olivia, probably two weeks ago. Yeah, probably yeah, two weeks ago because we left last week. And she made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And Grape or strawberry? Uh, strawberry. Jam or jelly? Uh, jam. I like jam. Yeah. And it was awful. And I was like. They have to learn. I was like, you, there's only two, two things really as a, as a child. She's 13 years old. I said, you need to know how to make your bed. And you got to know how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I have failed you. Because you do not know how to make a peanut butter and jelly. The ratio was like 75% jam, 25% peanut butter. Oh, was, come like, on. Oh, come on. We got to. My goodness. You got work to do in that household. <laughs> I know. I thought of, um, I know that we have talked about it before, just a very simple thing. I think I've talked with Alan about this before too, but it made, you made me think of it when you said make your bed. Just about that very, um, very simple thing about, as an adult, things to do to make your day go smoother, to kind of keep your life, I guess, on a certain path. And say, mm-hmm. like, always make your bed. Yeah. Gives you a sense of accomplishment in the morning. You're on the right track. You've already done something productive right, right. at the start of your day. And my uh, wife and I went to see my great aunt. We went to see other family too, but we, we stopped in to see my great aunt, who's 94. My grandmother was one of 10. And there's only one left now. That's oh, my great aunt Dolly. She's 94, and she just she just now left her home that she's lived in since the 50s. Oh my god! To move into assisted living, she's got a walker and stuff, but she's she's doing great. And we went into um, she's in St. Louis, so we went up there to see her and see some of my family up there. And we went the first day to <laughs> her new facility and went in her room, and it's nice. And I looked in, and she had made her bed. She's 94. Really? She's still making like... Good for her. First things first, man. She's making her bed. You got to start the day out like that. She's had a successful life, still having a successful life. I went in to see her, place is nice, and I was like, oh, oh. you made your bed. She's like, of course. Of course it did. Because that's all she's ever, all she's ever known. I just, that that just, uh, <laughs> I don't know, That's that struck me. No, that's that's discipline. Yeah. That's discipline. Keeps and, on doing it. Keeps on doing it, yeah. That's... uh. She has a plan. She has a plan. She has a plan. And she's yeah. stuck with it for a long time. By the way, all of them, huge savers, not spenders. Oh. Well, that era, that era that she grew up in, yeah. you know, she said she's 94. 94. So. And she was the youngest. Wow. So my grandmother, if she was still with us, grandma would be 106. Yeah. I mean, that's those are depression babies. Right. Well, they. I mean, the whole thing. So, Grandma was the oldest girl, mm-hmm. which in that era was like you have ten kids, the oldest female. So she was like de facto raising, raising them the also. Kids, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. But I mean, all the they're just kind of classic American story, you know, about Midwest family got through the depression. Dad was a farmer. Mm-hmm. You know, multiple sibling, multiple brothers fighting in World War Two. Actually, my uncle, my uncle Woody, uh, God rest his soul as well. He was in the 101st Airborne in World War Two. Really? He was assumed dead because he and he was the only survivor. Do you ever see Band of Brothers? 
And like they, so they uh, all. It's been a while since I've seen Bandit. Yeah. So each group ju- would jump out of the plane, you know, and like they're taking anti-aircraft fire right. from the ground in France as they're jumping. So he jumped, like he got out, and most of his group died in the plane. They got the plane got hit, okay. but he had gotten he had was like first or second in line, whatever, and jumped. So they, because the rest of his platoon or whatnot was deceased they assumed he was kia so they in that style of that era they went to my great-grandmother and great-grandfather's home with you know a priest and a and an army guy and said your son is believed dead and we are so sorry i mean that's what they did right back then and that went on for a year they did not know he was actually a prisoner of war a nazi uh prisoner of war and survived Oh my word! Came home, started his own business, raised eight kids. <laughs> Good for that's, him. Yeah. Wow. What a what a life, right? What a life. And yeah. they're uh, so it's just you know, there's some great stuff. But they were just I think of that as being a kind of classic American family of that that sort. You know that that era. Yeah, just grinding it out, surviving it some out. tough stuff. I always wished my grandmother would have written a book. All the things that she saw. Oh, you know, my god! All the things she lived through. Yeah. Because she would have been, I guess, when the market crashed in 29, she would have been 12. And so and just would lived, have remembered everything from right. the 30s and the 40s. And just lived through all of that. Mm-hmm. And just seen, you know, the, the changes in this country from, you know, just, you know, from everything. From infrastructure to um, the way the government works to, you know, you know, even something as simple as the evolution of cars. Right, I mean, she probably she has a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, she should she should have written a book. She should have written a book. She was a um, huge Cardinal fan. Saw them win ten World Series championships in her life. Seeing those Cardinals, that's a lot of that's a lot of championships. That is a lot of championships. At the end of the day, at the end, she was watching two things on TV: Golden Girls, baseball, oh. and church. Well, more do you need? It's two favorite her two favorite things: <laughs> God and God and the Cardinals. God those the are Cardinals. her two favorite things. Well, we are out of time. It goes by so fast. I've, it goes by so fast. Perhaps Just, we got perhaps we got a bit verbose. Perhaps <laughs> I got a no, bit verbose. No, no, I always love I always love coming here and um, you know, mixing it up a little bit, you know. People love to hear about finances, people love to, you know, get our thoughts on the markets, but also people just like to know about our family and you know, just our our day to day lives. So, you know, these these conversations where we mix it up, I think is always great. I like hearing more about your family as well, and Andrews and. Well, you can catch you guys Andrews, have a great family. Grandmother, Mama, shout out to Mama at the local mo- locomotive festival tomorrow. Well, in Adairsville today, today and tomorrow. Yeah, nice. Adairsville. She has a booth there, so if you see her, she's the spunky redhead. You can't miss her. Can't miss her. You can't miss her. Spunky redhead. She's a uh, she's a great painter. And an artist, uh, not just a painter, but a great artist. I mean, we have some of her work in our house from um, these miniature statues to these big elaborate paintings. Um, I mean, she's really great. Can just freestyle it from, you know, an image she sees right there and an hour later it's on a canvas and it looks absolutely amazing. I am interested in seeing that. You got plans this weekend? Yes. But perhaps some pictures or another time. Okay. I mean, I'll ask her to paint a picture of uh, the three of us. Me, you, and Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Maybe something watercolor. You know, just something, <laughs> just something sweet. Um, yeah. We need to give her a 
maybe a picture or something to to work with. Yeah. Well, me and Andrew should be obviously taking more pictures together anyway. That's just that is for true. for just for memories, memories, sake. yes, and for, for for our future book for the good of this program as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, my friend, thank you, um, thank you, putting in the time today. Asset Management Group, as always. Asset Management Group, your host of The Golden Life. Andrew will be back. We would assume he's back next week, right? We never know. You never know. You never know with Andrew. You never know with Andrew. But Mo Pyram, Andrew Nida, the second iteration, the second generation of The Golden Life, and Asset Management Group can help you with all of your seasons of life as well. Get your retirement readiness review. Call 678-792-5855. That's 678 678- Seven nine two five eight five five Asset Management Group located in Chuck's old spot, the greenhouse here in downtown Cartersville, and we'll see you next week at nine oh five for more Golden Life. I know one topic um, some of our listeners have mentioned as uh, being more interested in maybe in the coming weeks and months. Okay, uh, caring for um, caring for the elderly. Oh, okay. We're talking about yeah. with, uh, elder care, maybe memory care type of situation oh yeah we could totally there's a lot of planning that goes into that for sure there's a ton of today's theme is planning and that's a planning yeah we'll do that you need a plan for something that complex we'll do a series on that that would be a very good thing yeah we will uh, see you next week folks have a wonderful friday wonderful weekend andrew nida mo pyram i'm kevin carroll it is the golden life Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Param provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company or enter offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.